in and thank you for participating. Good to see you this morning. Yeah. Jamel, good to see you, bro. Working your hard down there, Grady. Well, you know, they say if a man don't work, he don't eat. And you don't look like you miss any meals. So I believe you enjoy eating. So you got to work. But that's all right. It's good to see you, my brother. Good to see you. Tori, good to see you too. But I've seen you more than I've seen him. Keeping him working, right? Amen. Amen. Church, how are you this morning? Are you blessed? Say amen. Amen. If you happen to be here to worship God, say amen. Amen. All right. All right. I almost said something behind that, but I ain't want to trip nobody up. I was going to ask how many of you, how many of you sung the truth this morning? Amen. Because huh? you know it's easy to sing a lot like you could tell one. That's right. But I, I just believe you're here to worship God this morning. Amen. And I hope and pray that is your focus this morning to worship God in the way according as he has outlined for us to do it. I'm not going to prolong in a lot of other stuff, but I do want to mention uh, Sister Stephanie Griffin and the boys, they are visiting down in Albany. And uh, keep them in prayer. Keep Brother Foster and Glenda in prayer. And uh, remember to keep, always keep Sister Leslie in prayer. And keep others, Sister Oliver, Brother Lawrence Oliver, uh, Sister Gloria Walker, keep them in prayer. I don't know, you know, you get the bulletin every week. I don't know if you read it, but, you know, different names are put in there, the sick and shed in and everything. Remember to pray for people. Their names are in there for a reason. And it doesn't cost you a thing but a few moments of your time to stop and pray, to call on our mighty God and just ask him, to watch over them, to bless them, to ease their pain, to comfort them. Whatever it is that they're going through in their lives, just pray. Man, we have the most powerful weapon that the human mind could ever imagine at our disposal, and that's the power of prayer. That's the weapon of prayer. And man, we have the accessibility to call on the mighty one true God who's greater, bigger, larger than life, who at one time who said, you know what? I am that I am. Because, you know, for him to compare himself to anything else or anyone else would do him an injustice. He said, I am that I am. And he's there. The word of God said, for the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous. And his ears are open unto their prayers. Man, that's us he's talking about. That's what Peter Peter is saying over there. He's talking about us. What we have at our disposal that, man, ain't no need for us walking around like we're defeated. There's no purpose for us to act like we've lost. We know the ending of this journey. We win. We win if you have faith. We win if you have faith. Amen? And Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. 
going to talk about some warfare today. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about protected clothing, the importance of PPE. As I said this morning, not OPP. We're not talking about naughty by nature. We're talking about PPE. All right. So get your mind out the gutter. And we're talking about something more constructive today. PPE is an acronym that you've likely heard a lot in the past few months, particularly in terms of shortages for medical professionals. It stands for personal protective equipment. And it's one crucial way to both stop the spread of COVID-19 and keep the healthcare workers, doctors, nurses, other caregivers, currently on the pandemic's front line safe. Protective, personal protective equipment is needed. It's needed in this battle against that unseen enemy, that unseen uh, bacteria and virus that we're up against. We can't see what we're fighting against, but we know we're fighting against something. So our only option is to be protective in the clothing that we wear, dealing with it, with the mask, the gloves, the shields, and the, the robes, and everything. That's our only line of protection in dealing with this because it's not something that we can see. It's needed in order for the healthcare people to do their jobs and to carry out their functions so that they don't get sick, so that they don't die. This thing is real, folks. It's very real. And people, according to statistics and news reports, people are dying every day. People are being hospitalized every day. We're back at the point now, according to what the news reports are saying. I know, folks, I know. Some things you can believe, some you can't. But according to what the news reports are saying, we're heading right back to where we were when this thing first started. All of the ICUs and the hospitals are full. They're opening up satellite uh, units to accommodate the sick that are affected by this uh, virus and everything. These protected clothings, items of clothing are needed. And it's not just a local problem in Georgia. It's not just a problem in the United States. It is a worldwide problem. This virus has gone throughout the whole world. And it has affected the world in such a way that at one point in time, it shut the whole world down. That's how serious it is. It shut the whole world down. The economy, Wall Street, Wall Street had to stop on numerous occasions and restart because stops had failed so low. It has done a tremendous harm throughout not just this land and country, but throughout the world. And you know what, folks? It's not over. Amen. Now, I'm not, I'm not up here saying all of this to scare you and to keep you from coming to assemble at the worship. Because you know what? You could die at home. Amen. You could close yourself up at home and, and seal all the vents if you want to, but you know what? You still can get it. Amen. And now we're faced now we're faced with a challenge. Yeah. 
this isn't really part of my lesson, but I'm going to throw it out there. This is why we need to pray. Amen. Yeah. School getting ready to start back. Yeah. And you got to make a decision with your child. Whether to send them back out to the public schools and nobody is able to answer and give you an answer to questions that you have. Mm. Who's cleaning the schools? Right. Are you sure that they're clean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How are you going to keep some small kids wearing a mask all day? No huh? You can't keep small kids from running their mouth all day. <laughs> How are you going to make them keep a mask on their face? There's some serious questions you need to consider. I know everybody's not able to stay home because people still got to work. People got to eat. There are bills to pay. But you know what? There are some serious questions you need to answer and consider. And you know what? You need to be praying about it. Because I'll say this and I mean it. There are people in positions, they don't care about your children. They don't care about your children. They only care about their status. They only care about uh, their resume. And they only care about what's going to be beneficial to them. And parents, I'm going to say this to you. If you have children that are school age, you need to contact your representative on the Board of Education. And you need to wear them out. Amen. You need to wear them out. You need to demand answers. Yeah. You need to demand answers. What certification do you guarantee that the school where my child, a classroom that my child is going to be sitting in is being thoroughly clean? Yeah. What is it being cleaned with? Who are the people that are doing the cleaning? Yeah. You just can't hire Joe Blow off the street right. to come empty the trash can and say it's clean. I'm not into politics, but I'm into real life. Several years ago, Henry County got rid of all of their custodians. They outsourced it. And then they offered contracts to contractors to come in and clean. Well, you look at the average age of most of these contractors that come in and do the cleaning, if that's what you call it. Some don't even want to empty the trash cans. Some barely want to sweep the floors. They have clean if they clean the restrooms that the kids are going into. And when the kids go in the restroom, some small, some older. And excuse my way of explaining this, but I'm just being real. They peeing all over the floor. They pee on the wall. Some students even put feces up on the wall. Who's cleaning that? How thorough is it being cleaned? And now you got this virus going around. Who's going to be doing the thorough cleaning of all this? Get on the phone, get on the computer, and you get in touch with your representative from the Board of Education. Amen. You call the superintendent yourself. That's right. That's right. You're going to send your child out into it? At least have the peace of mind of knowing that I investigated what I sent them out into. Amen. You're going to sit there and just take some politician and some line person word on TV find out what school they child go to huh now that wasn't part of the lesson but that's how serious this virus is you need to make some decisions and you need to pray 
You need to pray and ask God to show you, to open your eyes, to help you make wise decisions and what to do. This is your child's life at stake. And what your child can contract from that job, they can bring it home to you and kill you. Amen. Don't sit there and be naive and thinking, well, ain't nothing going to happen to my child. Little children die too. So get busy. That's what these folks get paid for to sit in these positions on their behind. Put them to work. Demand demand answers and you know what? Get it in writing. I tell folks all the time, I want to talk to you on the phone. Send me an email. Text it. Put it in writing. And when folks start, I I, I know you're lying. Don't don't, don't make me get a petition started around here. Mm -hmm. Put the phone number out there. Just call, call your board of education representative. And ask them what are the intent, what are the intentions as for the safety of your child coming back into that school? Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Now, I just threw that out there. Amen. Take it or leave it. You ain't got to take it if you don't want to. <laughs> all right. PPE. PPE is all over the world. Amen. Amen. Protective clothing saves lives only if it's worn. Ain't no need. You can have it, but if you don't wear it, it's no good. It's no good. Going over here to Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6, beginning at verse number 10. Brother Kyrie read. He said, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Let me read that again. Because that's a powerful statement. All of this stuff that I've been teaching you, that I've brought to you, and I've, I've informed you, you're spiritually informed and everything. Paul brings this thing to a close. He said, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. Not in yourself, but in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God. That ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. There's some evil stuff out there, folks. Some evil people out there in this world. Against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. That you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all. What? To stand. After they've shot the best shots at you. After they've told the best lies they're going to tell on you. After they've stabbed you, stabbed you in the back and assassinated your reputation and character. You know what? You still shall be able to stand. Why? Because if you got on the right clothing, if you got on the whole armor, you know what? There's nothing the devil can do to stop you. Because of the fact your faith is not in you. Your faith and trust and your might is in the Lord, not in yourself. Amen. 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 It says stand therefore. Notice it didn't say sit down. 
Stand therefore. Man, God can't use nobody sitting down and laying down. Stand therefore. Having your loins girded about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery dots of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Amen. 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 Paul said you got to dress right. If you're going to survive this battle, if you're going to survive this warfare and not be a fatality, you got to dress right, folks. Just like with the protective clothing, the personal protective clothing, if you want to have greater chances of surviving and not getting uh, contracting the virus and getting sick, you got to wear that clothing, right? You got to wear the mask, the shield, you got to cover up, wear the gown. You can't, you can't just leave yourself exposed to all of these different germs and viruses out there. Well, the same thing about this spiritual warfare. You got to put on the right clothing. Amen. You got to wear the right clothing. And buddy, let me tell you something about this clothing. And everything that God describes in Ephesians 6 about what to put on and what to wear, he says nothing about your back. For God got your back. Ain't no need in protecting your back. Because there's no retreating in this warfare. If you're going to serve God and you're going to be the warrior, you're going to be the servant of God, ain't no turning around. Everything about serving God is moving forward. Everything about this warfare is moving forward. It's about conquering. The Bible said we're more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. Man, conquerors don't retreat. They continue to take and dominate. And that's the way we got to be in this life. As Christians, we got to keep our faith and trust in God. We got to keep our faith and trust in God. And we got to keep moving forward. Amen. 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 Let's look at some of the, the material. That we're commanded to uh, take on. The, and I'm going to hold up on the shield of faith. Because I want you to meet me over in Hebrews 11. When we talk about that shield of faith. Right. The helmet of salvation. Put on the helmet of salvation. By believing that Jesus Christ died for your sins. And rose again. Amen. The helmet of salvation. Yeah. Do you believe Jesus Christ died for your sins? Amen. Huh? Amen. You believe that? Do Amen. you believe he got up? Yeah. Do you? Really? Is that the way you march in life? Mm. Believing that he died for my sin. I don't have to walk around feeling guilty about my past. I don't have to worry and be burned down because of bad decisions or poor decisions that I made. And some decisions I made in my past. Let it go. Somebody died for me to remove all the guilty stains. Put on the helmet of salvation. The belt, the breastplate of righteousness. Righteousness is being honest, good, humble, and fair to others. It means standing up for weaker people. We need to 
be tenderhearted. Right. We need to be tenderhearted. Yeah. Yeah. Just because you had it rough and people were mean to you, that don't mean you need to be rough and mean to everybody else. Amen. Amen. Need to learn to be tenderhearted. Yeah. You know, that's something we need to learn in the church. Yeah. Yeah. Folks not faithful, they don't come. The way they should everything. Folks don't need a beating. You call the average person when they don't attend regularly. Do you think you need to tell them they wrong? (laughs) They already know they wrong. What you need to be trying to find out is what can I do to encourage you? That's 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 it. You catch the average Christian doing something wrong. They don't need you to tell them they wrong. They need some encouragement. You need to get to the depth of the problem. Hey, what drove you to do that? We got to be kind, tenderhearted. Righteousness, you know what? Righteousness stands out. Hmm. It says righteousness is being honest, good, humble, and fair. I like that being humble. Don't act like you ain't never done them wrong. Amen. Don't act like Jesus didn't die for your sins. So, Sometimes folks act like they ain't. Well, he, he may have died, but he ain't died for me. I didn't have any sins for him to die for. Yeah, he died for that lie you just told. Amen. Humility, folks. Yeah. Humility. That's the breastplate of righteousness. Yeah, you may have matured. You may be doing better than what you used to be and everything, but there's still no reason for you to look down on anybody else. Amen. The Bible warns. Yeah. Be mindful. Be careful not to think more highly of yourself Amen. than you ought to. Because you know what? The devil is always out there roaming around waiting to kick the chair from under you. Yes, Amen. Amen. So just be mindful of that. The belt of truth. Truth keeps us from giving in to the world's beliefs. Compare your beliefs and actions to the truth of the word of God. Some folks won't come out and worship because their minds are full of what? CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, ABC, everything. They sit and watch the news all day, all day, all day. And you know what? They, they, they're paranoid. They're in the homes and everything. They're just waiting for the world to end. That's it. <clears throat> but God still commands to be worshipped. I just don't believe God would require something of me that he would not provide a way for me to do it. Amen. Think back, folks, when this thing first lit off back in March. Some folks were panicking. Oh, did you hear that? We ain't going to be able to hold church service. I said, no, I ain't hear that. I don't know know what news report you were listening to. I didn't hear that. I heard the governor say initially 10 or less. So that meant to me, guess what? We could still assemble. But see, when you got people that take stuff and just run with it and want to cancel, don't want to come at it, you need to you need check them out. Right. You need to check them out. They don't want to come anyway. That's right. That's right. Amen, walls and lights. Amen. 
Well, they say, they say, they said 10 or less yeah. in the group. And we met that. And God blessed us. He Amen. watched over us. Amen. And he continues to watch over us. Amen. See, so often we're looking for ways to get out of doing what God would have us to do. And we'll just take anything we hear and run with it. Whatever happened to God is good. Amen. Whatever happened to worthy is the lamb. Amen. Whatever happened to, you know what? Uh, Sister Kate Hendricks used to have a saying she used to say all the time. She said, if I had a thousand tongues, I couldn't praise them enough. Whatever happened to all of that? Just because a challenge presents itself. Well, I'm not going out. I might get sick. Well, you're going everywhere else. That's right. You're going everywhere else. Well, I don't go there and stay long. It don't matter. You're going. That's right. How many times does it take to contract it? Mm-hmm. Man, you need to trust God. Amen. 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 You need to trust God. Say so the belt of truth. Truth keeps us from giving in to the world's beliefs. Compare your beliefs and actions to the truth. See, the world came up with this virtual worship. Uh-huh. Streaming. I often ask myself, how can I offer virtual worship streamlining to a living true God? That's kind of artificial to me. We tell folks, God ain't interested in no mechanical instruments. We tell folks, God ain't interested in no piano, no organ. God is interested in the human instrument. Amen. The voice, Amen. the heart of man. Yeah. Isn't that what we used to preach? Yeah. I still preach it. Yeah. That's what's in the Bible. That's right. Well, how, how come we're so quick to give in to the ways of the world to want to sit at home under convenience yeah. because we could sit and look at a computer or a cell phone screen and talk about we worship. Man, that's the biggest crop of cow chips I've ever heard. <laughs> the Bible don't substantiate it. That's right. God is interested in you. Mm-hmm. And God has outlined how he desires to be worshipped. John 4, yeah. he seeketh those to worship him in spirit and in truth. Yeah. Amen. Amen. You go over to Hebrews 10, 24, 25 and everything about exhorting one another, encouraging one another. You ain't doing that for me at home. Right. Technology is wonderful. Yeah. But technology should never replace what God has said to do. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to apologize for that because the truth is alike. That's it person paranoid and afraid to come out and worship but they'll go everywhere you're going to get groceries Man. <laughs> That's right. now even if you don't go out and get groceries somebody leaving the house going to get them Amen. Yes, sir. well I have mine delivered well somebody putting your groceries together in the bag yeah. touching your groceries and you bringing it still in your house Amen. see what you need to focus on is faith and trust in God Amen. 
And what it really boils down to, if I do still contract it and die, if I die right, I go to hell. But we don't like to think about dying because we're in love with this world. Amen. Like to move on. The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. God's word is our offense, offensive weapon. When we tell others what the Bible says, just like I'm telling now, folks don't like it. Folks don't like it. But it's still the truth. Do I become your enemy because I tell you the truth? Get over it. The Holy Spirit helps people to see bad thoughts and actions and makes them want to be forgiven if they want to go to heaven. Amen. Amen. If they want to go to heaven because everybody don't want to go. Mm. Be prepared with the gospel of peace. The gospel of peace is being right with God and being contented in troubled times. Contented in troubled times. You know what's worrying so many people in this day and time now with this pandemic and everything? They're worrying about how am I going to be able to get more? How am I going to be able to get more? Well, how about being thankful to God for what you already have? I'm not going to be able to get those Jordans for my child. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to get this or buy this or do this. How about being content and thanking God with what you have? Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm, boy, I could stay there. <laughs> Jesus said peacemakers were blessed. Blessed are the peacemakers. Don't allow yourself and find yourself running and getting yourself mixed up in all kind of foolishness Amen. because of this pandemic. Amen. And see, I, I need to talk about our mouths too. Yeah. Be careful about what you're running your mouth saying. Amen. Amen. Sometimes people just want you to say something, they run back and say what you said. Yeah. Yeah. And over half of you don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. If the CDC don't know what we're fighting against and the health department don't know what we're fighting against, what do you know? (laughs) And here we are, the shield of faith. Oh, are y'all over in Hebrews 11? The shield of faith. Turn over to Hebrews 11. The shield of faith, faith is being sure that God will keep his promises Faith in God protects you when you are tempted to doubt. Yeah. See, in the life of a Christian, you can't have no doubt. Amen. You'll never move forward doubting. Amen. You'll never build your trust in God doubting. Amen. You'll never please God doubting. Amen. Hebrews 11 and 6 said, for without faith, it is impossible yeah. to please him. For he that cometh to God must first believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Amen? Amen. So, over in Hebrews 11, you know what? This is the perfect painted picture of what faith should be about in our lives today. Amen. In Hebrews 11, it talks about the whole of faith. Yeah. 
about different people, how they pleased God, how they walked by faith and wasn't distracted and wasn't carried away by the distractions of this life. But they trusted and believed in God and they marched forward. I'm going to pick up at verse number 27. By faith, he forsook Egypt, talking about Moses, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Yeah. Talking about God. Yeah. Through faith, he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood, lest he that destroyed the firstborn should touch them. By faith, they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land. Which the Egyptians are saying to them, I mean to do, where they were drowned. By faith the walls of Jericho fell down after they were compassed about seven days. By faith the harlot Rahab perished not with them that believeth not when she had received the spies with peace. And what shall I more say? I love that. And what shall I more say? Is, if, is that not enough to persuade you? Some folks will say, no, no, no. Mm. Well, and what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell you of Gideon yeah. and of Barak and of Samson and of Jephthah and of David, also Samuel and of the prophets yeah. who through faith Subdued kingdoms. Are you listening? Yeah. Who through faith subdued kingdoms. Not of their own might. Not of their own strength. The might and the strength wasn't in them. Yeah. It was who they believed in. Yeah. Subdued kingdoms. Wrought righteousness. Obtained promises. Stopped the mouths of lions. Yeah. Now I'm a big Discovery and animal planting, nature channel, and man, nothing, nothing just blows my mind more than close-up pictures of lions. Just one paw, bigger than my head, my upper extremity, just one paw. Yeah. Huge animals, yeah. huge. Yeah. But the Bible says they stop the mouths of lions. Yeah. How is that possible? Mm. By faith. By faith. Man, when you walk with God, the impossible is not impossible. Amen. It becomes possible. Quench the violence of fire. Escape the edge of the sword. Out of weakness were made strong. Wax valor and fight. Turn to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead, raised to life again. Whoa. Whoa. Is that in your Bible? Huh? And others were tortured. Not accepting deliverance. That they might obtain a better resurrection. I'm not going to buy in to a quick sellout in this life. And perish in hell in the next. That's basically what it said. They said you know what. I'm not interested in what you're offering. I'd rather die. A death of faith. 
trust in God. Because even if I die right now, I know there's a better life to come. And you know what? Man will have no control over that. Are you with me this morning? That they might obtain a better resurrection. That's powerful right there. And others had trial of cruel markings and scourgings. Yea, moreover, of bonds and imprisonment. Why? Because they wouldn't deny Jesus. <laughs> it's not over yet. They were stoned. They were sown asunder. Oh. Can you imagine that? I think about this all the time when I read this. Just imagine you and somebody else, a group of you being rounded up. And you're watching your brother in Christ being sown in half. And you're in that same line for that to happen to you. You're going to take their deal? You're going to take their offer? Deny that Jesus. Deny that troublemaker. These folks said, nah, nah. Because, see, what you're destroying here, it don't even matter. Because according to these promises that are made in the gospel, man, I got a better body. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. You know what? I got a better body that's going to be given unto me. See, you can't be in love with the world and think like that, though, folks. Somebody got to give. Something got to give. The Bible says they were stoned, they were sown asunder, were tempted, were slain with the sword. Can you imagine witnessing your brothers and sisters just being sliced up with a sword? You listening? And while they're being cut up, you, you, you're saying to yourself, I'm next. I'm next. Mm. Are you ready? Are you ready? Mm. Huh? They were ready. Yeah. They were ready. The Bible said, slain with the sword, they wandered about in sheepskins. <coughs> Excuse me. And goatskins. So they weren't shopping at Macy's. They didn't have coach bags and all this other wonderful attire. Man, they found and wore what they could. And they wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins being destitute. What does that mean? Poor and not even knowing, folks, where I'm going next. You may wake up on this side of the mountain, but you know you're being pursued. You know these folks hate you. They've been killing you and slaughtering you. Now, you know what? We're just wandering. We just got to keep moving. Reminds me of a man named Jesus. 
Foxes have holes. Birds of the air have nests. But the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. No, I don't believe Jesus didn't have a physical address because he was too poor. I believe Jesus understood that if he had had a, a physical address, somebody probably would have came by and burned the house down or did a drive-by. Imagine the faith it took even just for Jesus to wander around on this earth and to live and do the things he did where you from? Where you live? I ain't got, I ain't got nothing down here. Yeah. Everything that means anything to me is above. Yeah. I'm just trying to get you all to understand and get your focus right. Yeah. That's, that's what Jesus was telling me, folks. You need to invest your treasures above. Man. The Bible said... Wandered about in sheepskin, goatskin, being destitute, afflicted, tormented. It wasn't an easy life, folks. These folks had it hard. Of whom the world was not worthy, they wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. And these all haven't obtained what? A good report. Through faith, receive not the promise. We got the promise. But what kind of report do we have? So in other words, what this is saying, God said, To just us normally thinking, we said, that don't make no sense. Mm. Yes, it does. Yeah. If you're spiritually minded. Because what God saw, what the Lord saw, he said, you know what? Good job. Yeah. You didn't sell me out. That's right. That's right. Remember what Jesus said? Matthew 10, 33, if you deny me before man, I will surely deny you before my Father which is in heaven. Yeah. Remember Matthew 7, 21, said, Jesus said, not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter in. Right. See, the Lord knows some of us might just be sellouts. Yeah. But he also understands some of us are willing to die. Man. These people here, they were willing to die. Yeah. They were willing to die. They were willing to suffer. They were willing to give up what homes they had, what possessions they had. They were willing to give it up. And what may appear to be so to be such a tragedy and what we see the word of God says, good job. Yeah. Yeah. Because they held true to what was really important. Yeah. Their faith. Yeah. Their faith. Yeah. What is faith? Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things 
not seen. Man. Folks, they held true to what pleased God. Man. Their faith. Man. We have the promise. Yeah. Yeah. We know more than what they knew. Yeah. Are you holding on to what pleases God? Or do you practice Cain religion? Or do you practice sometime in religion? God is good. Amen. Long as, guess what? Long as you're getting a blessing out of it. But what happens when it comes down to suffering? What about when you really got to go through something? Can God depend on you to glorify him then? Can God still depend on you to say he's good all the time and all the time God is good? These people did. They refused to deny him. Folks, if you don't properly dress, you can't serve right. Because you're going to leave yourself vulnerable to the wiles of the devil. And you know the devil have, when you look up that word, the wiles of the devil, boy, that includes a lot of artillery. That includes a lot of stuff that can destroy you. The wiles of the devil. But when you dress right, you know what? The Bible said, therefore, stand. And when it's all said and done and all the dots have been fired, you can still stand. Just like the epidemic with the virus, you know what? The world has another problem. It's called sin. It's called sin. And if we're going to be the servants of God to honor and and rightfully and honestly serve in his army to do his will, we got to dress properly to take this vaccine throughout all the world. The gospel. Because just like that virus went throughout the world, remember, remember that virus spread everywhere, yeah. everywhere. Guess what? So has sin. Amen. So has sin. Amen. Sin is everywhere. But we have a charge. We have an obligation to dress right, yeah. to take that helmet, take that shield, the belt, the breastplate, showing our, our feet. With the loins and everything. To dress right and go into battle. Against sin. And the only way we're going to be able to do it. Not of our own might. But through the might and will of the Lord. We got to dress right. We got to put on the proper protective clothing. That's the whole armor of God. Amen? Amen. We got to go into the world. Everywhere. There are no areas that are excluded. But you know what? We first need to clean up at home first. Amen. Amen. We need to do some home cleaning to make sure that things are right. We got to take that message. We got to take that message that has forever changed the hearts and lives of men. It haven't changed. 
It hasn't changed at all. Still the same. Hear, believe, repent, confess, be baptized, live faithful. Same gospel message. Same guaranteed results. You get yourself out of the way. Deny yourself. Allow God to work in your life. Be baptized for the remission of your sin and come up a new creature. Man, amazing the life that you can live. You talking about stress free, worry free. You know, there are Christians who don't believe that. You can live a stress free life. You can live a worry free life. You know how I know. You ever ask yourself, why do I worry? The answer is simple. I don't trust God. Well, start trusting God. You'll start worrying. You want to live a stress-free life? Ask the person why you're so stressed. I don't trust God. Anywhere there's worry, anywhere there's stress, there's a lack of faith in God. Amen. That's just what it boils down to, folks. And let me drop this on you. I'm not saying this to be mean. You ain't going to heaven living a stress word life. Amen. Amen. Because if a lack of faith is present when you worry and you're stressed, Hebrews 11 and 6 says what? For without faith it is impossible to please Him. Right? So what are you really doing you're not believing in God right right. and where is that going to get you see we don't even like to say the word but it's real it's real you ain't got to say it I'll say it hell God didn't send you you chose to go you chose to go to an eternity of torment instead of simply just getting yourself out of the way, acknowledging that there's a power greater than you. Yeah. Yeah. And saying, I trust in you. I believe in you. And whatever you desire me to do, I'm going to do it. Man. Let people say what they want to say. That's right. But I'm going to trust you. Man. At least you'll go to heaven. Eternity is a long time to burn, to be tormented, to suffer, and only to do that for eternity. God's will is for every man to be saved. But you know what? Man got to cooperate with God's will. Matthew 16, 24, man got to deny himself. God don't need your help with anything. The biggest thing God needs all of us to do is to get out of the way. Jesus said, if any man will come after me, let him first deny himself. Get out of the way. Get your pride out of the way. Get your get your what you think you're so smart, you're so educated about, get it out of the way. Mm. You ain't smarter than God. Amen. Am I right? Amen. The Bible is right. Amen. So today, I don't know 
how you dress. I can see you physically, and you're looking decent, you're looking good. But I don't know, you might be sitting here half naked spiritually. You, you might not have on what God would have you to, to, to have on. You, you may be missing your sword. You may be missing your breastplate. Your feet may not be prepared right. You may not have your, your shield. You may not be wearing a helmet. I don't know, that's between you and God. I could look at you physically and you look okay. Except for some of you looking down at the floor. Ain't no blessings down there. Amen. Hold your head up. Amen. Amen. You're in the Lord's house. Yeah. Something you're feeling guilty about, you need to repent of it and straighten it up. That's it. You need to remember you've been forgiven. Amen. Hold your head up. Amen. Man, if you can't hold your head up among your brothers and sisters, mm. we know what you're doing out there in the world. Mm. You've been redeemed. Yeah. You've been redeemed. Yeah. Do you understand that? You've been redeemed. Yeah. By the blood of Jesus, yeah. you've been redeemed. Yeah. That stench you used to walk around with, you don't stink anymore. Yeah. You've been redeemed. Yeah. But all of us got a stinky story we can tell. And if you say you don't have one, you you just made one. A stinky lie. All of us got a story. You just need to understand you've been redeemed. Man, make up your mind today. You're going to serve the Lord. Get your attire right. This warfare, folks. There's some wickedness out there in this world. Don't buy that lie of the devil thinking he care about you. Jesus said, the thief come but for to steal, kill, and destroy. He said, I've come that you might have life. And that you might have it more abundantly. Folks, if those folks in the Hebrews Hall of Faith can make up their mind and do the right thing. Without the promise, what's holding you back? Amen. Huh? What's holding you back? Amen. Greed? Mm-hmm. More, more earthly possessions you're trying to get? Uh-huh. When you die, you ain't taking it with you. Amen. Huh? I know folks with nice cars, nice houses every day, and they'll yeah. give anything for some good health. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Huh? Yes, sir. Folks work hard, slave all their lives and everything to buy stuff, to buy stuff, to get things. And then their health break down, they can't even enjoy it. Somebody else will. Amen. Somebody else will. Yes, sir. Man, that's why you need to just praise God and serve God. Yeah. He made you. He know what's going on within you. He can save you. He can sustain you. You of your own, you can't do it. Amen. You can't do it. Why don't you accept him today? You haven't obeyed the gospel. You haven't been baptized for the remission of your sins. You haven't 
accepted this grand opportunity to walk in a newness of life, today would be a great day to do it. Baptize you today. For us who are members, folks, you need to make a decision today. Yeah. Serve God. Man. Stop playing games. Stop being, stop being halfway about serving God. Mm. Either make up your mind you're going to be all in or not in at all. That's right. Because God don't have any need for some half step. Amen. 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 You don't show up on your job whenever you want to. <laughs> That's right. Mm. Mm. Some of you might try, you end up getting fired. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But how do you think you're going to just throw anything to God? He deserves better. Amen. And you know what? In the end, he's going to let you know. Yeah. Yeah. Hebrew 9 27. Yeah. It's appointed unto man, what? Wants to die. Wants to die. And after death, the judgment. the judgment. Yes, sir. John wrote in the Revelation letter, Blessed are the dead that die where? In the Lord. In the Lord. Yeah. He said, For their work shall follow them. Well, if you ain't got nothing to follow you, you know what? You ain't got no heaven to go to. That's right. That's right. Ain't no section eight in heaven. Mm -hmm. Huh? No, bro. You need to be investing right now. Amen. Well, Jesus said, I go to prepare a place. He sure did. Yeah. See, Jesus know who's paying the rent. That's right. That's right. And when he checked the records and see you ain't sitting nothing up there, <laughs> that's all the more reason why he know you don't belong up there. That's right. Get it right today. Man. It's not too late. Because you're still living and breathing. Man. But you're going to close your eyes one day. Yeah. And you're going to be like that rich man. He cried out to Abraham. Send Lazarus. Nope. But man, help me do something. Nope. Yeah. You're right where you deserve to be. Because in your days, you had a good life. That's right. And that beggar didn't even ask for nothing but the crumbs oh. that fell from your table. That's right. That's right. That's right. And the only relief he could find were the dogs licking his sores. Huh. What's our song, Sydney? Show me the way. Show me the way. Yes, sir. Show me the way. Come on up, brother. Yeah. Folks, make up your mind today and serve God. Let us together stand and let us sing. Oh.